I understand the frustration of feeling like you need to justify your choices. Explaining your lifestyle over and over and over again because everyone from random strangers to even your own family just doesn't get it. Hey, I'm Allison Conway. That's why I'm here to help you build a profitable business that gives you the freedom to travel and work from anywhere. I've been there. And in this podcast, I'm going to share with you the real actionable how to's so you can finally confidently say it is a real job, dad. This is a Soulfire production. Making money in your business is, <laughs> that's the whole point, right? That's why we do this, th this damn thing, because we want to make money in a way that feels good and isn't in support of somebody else's dreams, but is in support of our own dreams. So making money, pricing ourselves. I get this question so often and, and there's a lot of nuance to it. There's a lot of um like pricing strategy and things like that. So I want to talk about how I went from making zero dollars to about three thousand dollars per website. And then how I went from making three thousand dollars a website to 10 to 15. And then how I went from 10 to 15 to 30, 35, and 40 thousand dollar contracts. Because here's the thing you can and i to be honest with you i'm not sure if i fully understood this when i was first getting started but when i was charging $3000 that's great that's a lot of money right but you have to get so many clients every single month in order to start hitting 10k months right you need at least 4 clients a month in order to hit you know, that's, that's like, that's what 12 K a month. Yeah. So three clients a month would be nine K. So, so you're starting to hit that, that six figure mark, but it's requiring so much work and you have so many deliverables and, and deadlines for your clients. And even like clients don't, don't necessarily like grow on trees. Right. So when you're in the beginning and you don't know sales yet, you're still sort of working through that, finding your confidence in that $3,000 websites or branding packages or whatever it is, is great. And you should definitely start there because you know, no offense, but you're not worth $30,000 when you're starting out and that's okay. That's totally okay. That's good. You have to you have to work on your skills and you have to, you know, get some more experience in the industry and even more confidence because everything is about confidence. And that's one of the big things that that I want to talk about today is confidence and and how to price yourself and also give you the real actual, you know, how I actually went from zero dollars to three thousand to ten thousand to thirty and and beyond. So the first thing is this, when you're starting out, and I say I was making $0 because I offered my services for free. And I know that this is a little controversial. I know that people say you don't have to offer your services for free. And I know the rhetoric that's out there, you know, charge your worth, right? You don't know your worth yet. And that's fine. And also you are inherently worthy. So what it means to quote unquote, charge your worth, that doesn't 
you're assigning a, a value to how much you are worth as a person. <laughs> and I get it. it. You know, it's what your skills are worth and what your talent is worth and all that. But what your price is on your services is not what your worth is. So we grow into our pricing. And I think pricing has absolutely, well, not nothing to do, very little to do with all those calculators that are all over the internet. And lots of coaches even say, okay, break down how much money do you want to make, how, what your expenses are, and you know and then back up into what your what the price of your your actual service is okay so if you want to make fifty thousand dollars then you know you have to think about taxes and all that kind of stuff so if you want to make fifty thousand dollars then you have to make i don't know what what is what is that i don't i don't know how much that is a month i can't do i can't do math you know, let's say it's, it's $3,000 a month or whatever. What's three times? No, that's 36 or $4,000 a month. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't, I don't know what it is. Let's say it's $4,000 a month. Okay. So then you need to get, you know, 1.2 clients every month. If your if your fees are $3,000 or back up into, if your fees are $2,000, you need two clients a month. So a lot of people use that strategy. I always had a hard time with that because when people would say, okay, how much money do you want to make? I would say, well, a million dollars. Like, what do you mean? How much money do I want to make? <laughs> what kind of question is that? I, I want to make a, I want to make a lot of money, you know? So I always had a really hard time with that, that question because it was like, well, it doesn't really work because if I want to make, if I want to be a six and seven figure business owner, then charging $2,000 doesn't, that doesn't get me there, right? That's not going to be what, that's not going to ultimately be the thing that gets me there. And we'll talk about, you know, products and other stuff that you, that you introduce into your business so that you're not singularly focused on one-on-one -on -one client relationships and deliverables and deadlines and things like that. There is no such thing as passive income. I'm just going to say that now. I can get into that in detail in another episode, but there is nothing that is truly passive. It's complicated. There, There is, yes, you can get paid from the beach, but you put work into creating a thing that, uh, that can be of value and that people actually want to buy. So nothing is 100% passive. But... That's for another episode. This episode, I want to talk about pricing and exactly how I went from zero to 3,000 to 10,000 to 30,000 and above 30,000. So, first of all, zero dollars. I offered my services for free, like I mentioned. And I got into this sort of tangent because I was talking about how that is a little bit controversial. Lots of people think that you shouldn't offer your services for free. Um, that you, you know, should, should be charging even from the beginning. And that's fine. If you have the confidence to go out there and say, this is my price, even though I'm just getting started, I mean, fuck it, go ahead and do that. Absolutely. A hundred million percent. Go ahead and start charging for your services right off the bat. Here's the thing though. You most likely 
don't have the confidence yet, unless you're starting from, you know, another business or you have tons of experience or something and you're coming out of a corporate job and now selling exactly what that experience, the experience that you had in your corporate job, you're now selling, you know, exactly what those skills are. Maybe you were, you worked for a design agency or something. So you're already familiar with your skills and your, your worth in the marketplace. So you're just going to go ahead and start charging. And that is totally fine. Go ahead and start charging. But if you are not that, and you don't yet have the confidence to say, yeah, absolutely. Three grand, hand it over. Great. Now here's your website. (laughs) You should have more customer service and customer journey than that, but you know what I mean. I offered my services for free. I built, I don't know, maybe three or four websites for friends um, and for people who are just sort of like random people on the internet that I didn't, that I didn't necessarily know. But I, um, you know, wrote a post on my own Facebook feed. This was, this was years ago. Now I don't even know when, Um, but I wrote a post on my own Facebook feed. And then a friend of mine who at the time Facebook is, is, you know, I don't, I don't use it for the same purposes anymore, but at the time a friend had a really active, engaged Facebook audience. So he was kind enough to post, um, you know, Hey, my friend Allison is offering design serve her web design services for free. She can take, you know, I think I was saying I could take like three or something at the time. And in exchange, you will give her a testimonial that she can put on her website and she can use the, she'll, she'll put it on her own website and she'll use the website that she designed for you in her portfolio. And that's exactly what I did. I designed a few websites for free. I got a testimonial so that I could put the testimonial on my own website, which then increases your social currency. And, um, and I use those, you know, I use the testimonials and the, the actual design work in, in my portfolio and on my own website. So that is, is typically the first step. And I think it's a really great first step because it allows you, it gives you the freedom to make mistakes because this is not in exchange for money. You have that people know that they're getting this you know, somebody's starting out. So they're getting a service for free because that person needs to increase their skills and their confidence and their experience. So the, um, the stakes are relatively low, right? The stakes then get a lot higher when you're charging 30 and $40,000 for design work. That's a different story, right? That is something that has taken me years to start charging that amount of money for the web and branding and and all kinds of specific services that I offer. So start out with with zero. I also like to say um, you can position it, you can frame it in a way that doesn't sound like it's free, that sounds like it's an exchange of value, even if it's not an exchange of money. And the way that I do that is by saying, um, I will trade you a website in exchange for maybe two referrals and, um, a testimonial that I can put on my own, own website and a five-star review on, uh, Google on my, my Google business page. Okay, great. 
So then you have to put into writing, you have to, you know, make sure that that is abundantly clear that the value I offer is the website, how many pages of the website, right? This all gets into, gets into contracts, the pages of the website, how many, what, what revisions you're, you're being, you're offering. And to start out, I would not get too crazy and, and I would not worry too much. Just like, just you know, unless they're, they're asking you to just like revise it every single month and they're expecting you to, to basically work like you're on a retainer, but continue doing it for free. You don't want to do that. So you want to get specific, but be, uh, lenient with it because this is, you're going to figure out your process. This is all figuring out your process, also figuring out your boundaries, but you don't know your process. You don't know your boundaries yet. So say yes to all of all of this stuff unless it's like unless it's completely insane so there's that there's there's you getting crystal clear on exactly what you offer and then also getting crystal clear on what they are offering what value are they bringing to the table in exchange for the design work that you're doing so what what is two referrals worth to you if if those are referrals that you charge for then those two referrals are worth, you know, four to $6,000, depending on what it is that you're charging. So that is the value that they bring to you. And then of course, a testimonial, the, um, you know, permission to use the work on your own website in your portfolio and like a review on your Google, my business page, or if you use like a Facebook business page or wherever it's of most value to you. Great. Now do a few of those, get a friend to post it for you. You post it on your own Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever it is that you're most active. And more importantly, wherever it is that the person that you want to work with the most is, is also the most active. I've talked about this before a whole bunch. Um, you know, if you are trying to reach Gen Z, then you don't really need to spend all of your time on LinkedIn, but you do need to be on TikTok. Now, the inverse of that, if you are, you know, seeking out um, like nonprofits or fundraisers or something like that to be your client, then you probably don't need to spend a ton of time on TikTok. Probably LinkedIn is better for you, probably Instagram. Um, so choose where you're going to be, post it there and say, hey, I can take two, three, whatever you're comfortable with, free clients in exchange for whatever value you want to exchange it for. And there you go. You have your first three portfolio pieces. You've gained a little bit of confidence. You have figured out a little bit what the process is. Maybe on your first one, you didn't have them fill out a questionnaire. So you say, oh shit, okay, I gotta, I gotta get them to fill out a questionnaire on the second one. You have them fill out a questionnaire, but it wasn't the right questions. So now you can refine the questions for the questionnaire on the next one. And then for your fourth one, maybe your fourth one is your first paid person. Then you have the questionnaire a little bit figured out. I still tweak all of these things and I customize it for different people, but all of these kinds of process things and boundary things and all that kind of stuff in your business, it's trial and error. You have to figure it out. So lower the stakes, allow yourself to make mistakes, 
figure out what your process is, what you want to say no to, what revisions should and shouldn't be allowed to get made, all that kind of stuff. And when the stakes are really low in a free thing that both people understand this is because I'm learning and this is because I'm new at this, then you have all the freedom in the world to learn. And that is the best kind of learning environment that you can put yourself in is the freedom to figure it out. Okay, so that was starting $0 to $3,000. How how and why did I choose $3,000? I have seen a lot of people lower and I've seen a lot of people higher. Now, obviously, now in my business, I'm much higher than that. But starting out, And uh, especially the types of people that I was going after at the time, I was working with all different kinds of small businesses. You know, I was doing stuff for like yoga studios and like other fitness gyms. I did one for an architect. I did one for uh, like a local real estate agent. So things like that. Uh, All different kinds of small businesses. And those are not the kinds of people like a yoga studio doesn't have unless they're like a major chain or something. But even then, you know, yoga studios aren't the people that have $30,000 or or want to spend $30,000 on their branding and website. They're much more willing to spend $3,000 or less than that. And when I was starting out, I saw a lot of people that were doing it for like 1500 or even 2000 And I also saw a lot of people that were doing it for like five to 8000 I was really, I got comfortable with the 3000 for the time that I was that sort of felt somewhere in the middle. I made the personal choice that I didn't necessarily want to be the budget option. And that $3,000 mark, I then later changed it to $3,600. But right in that range just sort of felt right to me. And that's the tricky thing about pricing. It has to feel right. You have to be able to go out and say, this is what I cost. No, you can't have a discount. And that's the other thing. No discounts. No, no, no discounts ever. The only thing that I have done to sort of kind of discount somebody is say, I can do your website for X amount of dollars and then fill in the um, the value in other ways, like barter for other things to, to round out the full value. Um, so, but never actually say, yeah, no problem. I'll just do this for less money than I've done it for somebody else. Because a, that's not fair to the person that, that did it before for more money. And B, you have now reestablished your market value. You have now told the market and the market is just the, the people that buy things and that make up their mind. If X amount of dollars is worth Y value. So never, ever discount. And that's my, that's my two cents there. Only you can do like some cash, some barter, if you really want to, or need to, for whatever reason, if you really need cash, then go ahead. But, but don't, don't discount even, you know, deny your, deny your instincts there. If you're feeling like you're, you're scrambling and you just really need cash offer less service. So 
if you're going to decrease your price, then decrease the amount of value that you're offering them as well. Okay. So that's, that's the kind of thing from, from $0 to whatever amount of money you then want to price yourself at. You can change it at any time. It is not something that is written in stone and you can increase it at any time that you like. Um, but it has to feel good for you. So if saying I charge $3,000 feels like, there's no way that I could say that to somebody and not, you know, not have my voice shake, then lower it, then say 2000, get confident there. And then in six weeks, start saying 3000. I am, I think people are terrible at pricing themselves. I see people offering really, really high value for not a lot of money. And my advice usually is either double it and or add a zero to the end of it. Because people are usually so far off that literally adding a zero and I've spent some time. So I know like the market value of things. I know what people are willing to pay for things. I know what like other people price themselves at and and what does sell and doesn't sell for them and and things like that. So I, I know a little bit more about price just based on the experience that I have. But also because of that experience, I look at people who don't necessarily have that experience and who are pricing themselves so low that I, that I usually say double it or add a zero or do or do both double it and then add a zero but that is that is one piece of advice right and you can you can take that if you want to but let's say right now you're charging $500 for something okay for for the service that you're offering and i come in and i tell you to add a zero now that's $5000 that's a big big difference. So if you're talking to people and you're struggling to say 500, 5,000 is a completely different way of communicating, right? That's a completely different league. So if you are not, if your voice is going to shake when you say 5,000, ease into that. First, double it. First, go to 1,000. Then go to 1500, then go to 2500, then go to 4500, then 5000 and see how it see how it goes. Now, I will tell you right now that since I have started charging upwards to, you know, $40,000 or more, I get way less price objections now than I used to. Which is fascinating to me. Cuz people always used to say, "Oh, $3,000, that's a lot." That's a lot. It is. It fits right in the middle there. So it's a really good place to be for for the period that I was in. But when when something costs thirty thousand dollars, that's a heavy hitter. That's a person that is here to take the shit seriously, and they're in a place in their business where they recognize the the risk reward ratio. They understand that thirty thousand dollars put in their business is. 60, 80, 100, a million dollars back in their business. It's a totally different playing field. So I'll get into that. But charge what feels right and constantly be experimenting with increasing it. Constantly be experimenting with increasing it. Okay, so that's zero to 3,000. 
that that in that $3,000 range, you got to do what feels right. And go back and listen to my conversation with Sheena, where we talk about sales. So you feel a little bit more comfortable with, with bringing up that kinds of stuff and you start gaining more confidence. Now going from 3000 to 10 and 15,000 is also a different league. That's also a totally different playing field because by increasing my price at the time to 10 to $15,000, depending on the service, I have eliminated those sort of local small town yoga studios, right? I've eliminated the local delis, the restaurants, those types of small businesses. I've eliminated that kind of clientele from the, the types of people that are interested in working with me. So it's a totally different playing field now. I also changed this price when I chose my niche and when I got even deeper into my niche. Now, I tell you all this stuff about pricing, guys, because this is the stuff that A, is going to get you to six figures, increasing your pricing, but it's also the thing when you're making ten dollars to $15,000 as opposed to $3,000, now suddenly in order to hit 10, 15K a month, you need one of those clients a month as opposed to four or five of those clients a month. That is the shit that's going to give you this location, time, and money freedom. Because if you are trying to travel the world and you have to manage five clients or you only have four, so now you have to figure out how to get another one and you have to, all of these things and you're, and you're, you don't have enough leads at the type of top of your pipeline to come down and to even, you don't have enough sales calls scheduled or enough people to get in front of yet because your, your reach hasn't grown yet. That is the frustrating shit. That's what I finally said. Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to get to six figures by charging three grand. There's no way. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. So now, or not now, but then when I started charging 10 to 15, that is a million percent a confidence thing. And I actually, this was an experiment for me, and I'm so thrilled that I took the risk. And I love risk. I'm I'm like a, oh yeah, if it's risky, let's like, let's try it because the reward on the other side is always so much higher. So I'm a, I'm a risk person for sure. I think that's the traveler in me too. And the like bungee jumping and paragliding and all that kind of stuff that I do as well. Um, so I was getting, when I was charging $3,000, I, you know, would do X amount of sales calls every week and I wasn't converting. I was getting some somewhat consistent revenue, but it was it was really difficult for me and and the reason for that is because i was getting a lot of price objections i was getting a lot of people that would say oh that's just so expensive i just don't think i could do that and that's because of the type of people that i was going after at the time it was small business it was localized uh i'm based in charlotte north carolina so i was going after a lot of local small mom and pop type of businesses and that's fair enough that they can't afford three grand. Like, yeah, that's fair for sure. So I was getting lots of price obje objections and I just wasn't closing sales. It was also, it's probably combined with, I wasn't, you know, getting, I, I was getting more and more confident with sales as I went, but I wasn't quite there yet. And then I had a thought. I recognized that it was the type of people and not necessarily my value. So it was the first good thing I did was not decrease my value 
to try to reach those people, but instead to try to reach different kinds of people and increase my value. So instead of saying, oh, $3,000 is too much for them, I'll charge $1,500 instead because they're all saying no. Now, here's the thing with price and money mindset. If they're saying no to three grand, they're going to say no to $1,500 too. That doesn't matter. And if they're paying three grand, then they're going to pay four or five. This is the kind of stuff with money. We think it matters so much, but it doesn't. If they're paying three, and this is what I didn't realize, but I do realize now, if they're paying three, then they're going to pay four or five, even six. So I said, okay, I'm going to put aside the local business and I'm going to focus now on people that are making their money online and offer some kind of coaching or consulting practice because those businesses are able to, hey, by the way, have time, location, and money freedom. And they also understand risk reward. They also understand that putting money into your business and hiring someone who knows what they're doing rather than trying to do it themselves, there is value in that. So I experimented and I said, Three grand is done with. Now I'm 10. But I'm going to be 10, but I'm going to offer payment plans. And that was the shift. I didn't offer payment plans when I was three grand. I was 1500 up front, up front and then 1500 at the end of the contract. That was the other thing. I like wasn't getting paid. So I'd get paid 1500 in the beginning and then it would be several weeks until I would get the, the other 1500. So it was just not a sustainable thing. Great to start. Great. I will not emphasize enough. Great to start because you have to grow your confidence and your process and everything else. So I'm 10 grand, but I offer payment plans and I experimented with this and I got in front of some coaches just by talking to them, basically doing the same thing that I did from the beginning, just talking to people consistently and listening to what they needed. You know, want to know what started happening? Way fewer price objections because I wasn't going after the people that had that kind of scarcity mindset that had that kind of, if I put this money in, I won't get it back kind of mindset. You have to go after the people that believe that what you offer is valuable and worth the amount of money that you're charging. Now, it you know, we can we can have the niche the the niching and your target audience conversation another day, but I will share this. When I was choosing my niche and when I was considering going into coaches and consultants, before I had actually chosen that and coaches is a much better more aligned fit for me. But before that I was actually considering niching in authors. And I had a handful of conversations with different authors, people that, you know, were New York Times bestsellers, people that were self-published, people that were published by, you know, one of the major publishing houses like Random House. I had conversations with all different kinds of authors, different genres, et cetera. All of them, every single one of them, whether they were represented by Random House or themselves, they all had awful websites. So I thought, 
hey, authors all have shitty websites. If I become the person that does author websites, the market is fully available, right? The market is wide open for me to come in, occupy this little corner of authors, and, you know, build myself my little authority in the designer for authors. Here's the thing, though. If all authors have shitty websites, that doesn't mean the market is wide open. It means authors don't value beautifully designed websites. It means that they don't care if their website is good or not. So it doesn't matter if there's nobody else out there designing websites for authors because authors don't give a shit and authors are not going to pay me $10,000 or even $3,000 to design their website. I spent so much time researching this too. I was like, I'm going to reach out to the publishing houses and you know, try to become a preferred vendor of theirs and sort of be the go-to person for authors and and the publishing houses and and all this kind of stuff and and get into self-publishing groups. And I I am also a self-published author. So there was some alignment there for my for, you know, because I had that that publishing experience. But what I realized is authors don't value this. They don't give a shit because they make their money off of Amazon. <laughs> They make their book sales off of Amazon and Barnes and Noble and, you know, their book tour. They don't care if their website is good. So that's what I mean by the people that value what you do and that are willing to say, yes, I can pay this because if I spend $10,000 on a beautifully designed website, that means more leads for me. That means more money for me. That means more sales calls. That means more people at the top of the pipeline, et cetera. So then that became, then I was, you know, charging payment plans. So it was, uh, I set it up so that I could accept credit cards, um, and all that kind of stuff, which is why I say, you know, you start at that 3000 or whatever price that you want to start at because, you know, accepting credit cards and things like that, like this was all process systems and things that I didn't necessarily have a grasp of yet. And all of these different pieces of business and the simple transactions, like simple things, like actually getting paid that I just didn't know yet. So that's from free to 3000 to 10 to 15,000. I've been a big musical theater fan my whole life, both as a spectator and as a performer. I love musicals so much because in all of them, there are hidden lessons about grit, resiliency, embracing yourself, and even business. Each episode, I take a lesson I've learned from my favorite Broadway musicals and share them with you. Tag me at Allison E. Conway on Instagram and let me know what you thought of this week's musical-inspired lesson. Hairspray is such an amazing show. It's so fun. It is such a great cast. The music is so uplifting, and there are so many great lessons packed into it. But I, more than giving you a lesson today, want to give you a challenge. And the challenge comes from the song right in the very beginning called Good Morning Baltimore. Now, the, our our hero of the story, Tracy, 
starts singing the song and she is talking about every little thing that's going on in her surroundings, in her community, and how exciting it all is to her. The excitement in the mundane. She sings, good morning, Baltimore. Every day is like an open door. Every night is a fantasy. Every sound like a symphony. Good morning, Baltimore. Someday when I take to the floor, the world's going to wake up and see Baltimore and me. She goes on to talk about her hair, of course, hairspray. Her hair is very important. Look at my hair. What do can compare to mine today? I've got my hairspray and radio. I'm ready to go. The rats on the street all dance around my feet. It seems to say, Tracy, it's up to you. So don't hold back because today all my dreams will come true. Ugh. It's so uplifting. It is so, even the beat of the music is fun and easy to listen to. And it just makes you want to dance. It makes you want to shout something loud be excited about something. So instead of a lesson today, I want to give you a challenge. And the challenge is this. What if you looked at the world like this? What if you looked out the door, out your window, and you said, every sound is like a symphony? (laughs) What would change for you? What would it feel like to feel that excited for your day? What would it feel like for you to change the way you think with a simple, simple change? Simply by opening your eyes in the morning and saying, oh, I've got my hairspray and radio. I'm ready to go. And of course, for you, it may not be hairspray and your radio, but whatever it is, those little things that you're grateful for can change your entire perspective on your day. And when you change your perspective on your day to day, you change your perspective on your entire life. She's even grateful for the rats on the street. The rats on the street all dance around my feet. They seem to say, Tracy, it's up to you. So don't hold me back because today all my dreams will come true. I challenge you to wake up every morning and be grateful for the little things like hairspray and radio, whatever that might be for you. And even be grateful for the things that you don't think you should be grateful for, like rats on the street. (laughs) Whatever that thing is for you, whatever the thing is that you look around and you say, ugh, there are rats. And if you don't live in a city or If you do, but you're not, you know, spending much time interacting with rats on the street, then maybe that's, ugh, I have that call today that I just really don't want to do. Or, ugh, if I could just get rid of that person from my workplace, they always give me headaches. Or or if I could just change the way I have to deal with my coworkers or change the way that I have to always ask for help and no one gives it to me. Whatever it is for you, what if you were grateful for even those things? What if you were grateful for even the things that seem to constantly be giving you a headache? 
Because what if those are exactly the things that are giving you a redirection? Resistance is redirection. What if those are the things that you have to be so grateful for because they, for the season that you are in in your life right now, you need those things to become who you need to be in your next season. I say all the time, I talk about my my dollar slice journey, how I would walk outside my apartment door with a single dollar bill in my pocket and eat a dollar slice of pizza for my food all day. I talk about that all the time and how difficult that was for me. But that who I was back then is exactly who I needed to be to be who I am now. The lessons that I was learning back then were exactly, precisely the lessons that I needed to learn to become the me of today. And the lessons that I'm learning now, even the hard ones, even the shitty ones, even the ones that I don't want to learn are the lessons that I need to be learning today to become who I need to be in the next season of my life. So I challenge you to walk out your door like you are Tracy from Hairspray. I want you to think that every sound is like a symphony. I want you to think that the world is going to wake up and see Baltimore and me. I want you to think that the universe is conspiring in your favor. And I want you to be grateful for little things like hairspray and radio and even the things that cause you headaches and problems like rats on the street dancing around my feet. They're the thing that is telling you, Tracy, it's up to you. So don't hold me back because today all your dreams will come true. I wish I could tell you specifically when and how and why to charge $30,000 or $40,000 or more. But for me, this was purely a confidence thing. It was also a risk thing. The first $30,000 contract I got, the amount of deliverables that they needed was more than I had typically done in the past. The company was larger. Um, they had, you know, millions in revenue as opposed to five to six figures in revenue, like a, like a solopreneur or like a local business does. So when I was introduced to them and I was introduced to them from a friend so this is all this time you, you need to be growing your network because that is everything, everything. I'm sorry to have to tell you this, but your network is everything. I didn't know anybody. I didn't, I didn't have any connections or any resources in the, in, in the industry. I played the long game and I built relationships. That is the way to do it, hands down. So it was a friend that introduced me to the CEO of the company. We had a couple of, of calls and it was a lot of deliverables. So I said, okay, if I don't get this, then I'm off the hook, right? For all of the amount of work that I need to do, then I'm off the hook. But if I do get this, then I will get some contractors. I will get some people to help me. I don't have to do everything alone. And then I have proven to myself and again, my market value that I am worth multiples of five figures. So I am worth 30, 40, $50,000 or more 
with, of course, people to help me accomplish the actual deadlines and deliverables. So I stuck the price on the proposal and I said, basically, uh, you know, my willingness to risk at this point, because if I lose this, I don't lose anything. Right. This isn't mine. This isn't money that I already have. I'm not losing money if I lose this contract. But I had had conversations with them. I trusted the relationship and the rapport that we'd built over those couple of calls. I knew that I could deliver. I knew that I could do excellent work for them. And I communicated that. And I had confidence over the phone as we talked about what they needed and how I could solve their problems. I stuck $30,000 on the proposal. And I said, okay, well, if I don't get it, I lose nothing. If I do get it, I have gained a $30,000 contract. And for the first time, it's time to hire some people. So then they said yes to the contract. And I have not looked back since because all of this is about confidence. All of this is about understanding the way money flows, comes in and comes out knowing how to get in front of the right people and knowing that it's time to leave parts of your business and methods of your business behind. I was never going to be a multiple six-figure and growing to seven-figure designer and business owner had I stayed at $3,000. The math doesn't work, right? It's just not there. So unless you are getting dozens of clients every month and then you have designers under you doing that, that's still not not enough revenue per client to be worth all of the overhead of all of those employees that you would need. You would need a sales sales person full-time. You would need designers full-time. You would need project managers full-time to be able to, you know, have the amount of revenue to actually grow a six and seven figure business. So it just doesn't happen now. Like I said, right. So you needed, you know, like four or five clients a month to get to that low five figure a month, you know, that consistency, then the 10 to 15, you need one, and then you can take two, and then you can take three, you can take more, but now it's increasing and increasing. And then up to that 30, 40. Now, if you get two of those a month, you're at 80K months. And by the way, a million dollars a year is $83,333 a month. Not that I've done the math and preparing myself to work backwards from that number. (laughs) just kidding. I absolutely have. (laughs) So the key takeaways is this. Be risk oriented. Be willing to risk it, to test it, to go through some trial and error. Never underestimate or, or decrease your value just to land a sale of somebody who isn't valuing you no matter what. Yeah? Trade value for value. If you need to do something free, barter. Be risky. Be confident. Believe in yourself. Practice. Talk to people. Get in front of people. And just be willing to say 
that you solve problems because you do. And when you can say, yeah, I can, I can fix that for you with the utmost confidence, that's half the problem. That, that's, the, that's it. <laughs> You've done the damn thing. Congratulations. You've nailed it. Okay, so I want to know, tag me on Instagram at Allison E. Conway and uh, let me know what you thought about this. Let me know what your pricing is right now and what risk you're going to take. All right, you guys. I love you. <laughs>